Welcome to the Officer Media Group Roll Call Podcast. Officer Roll Call is meant to inform and entertain. Now, let's get into this episode. Welcome. This is Paul Peluso. I'm the editor of Officer Magazine, and I'm joined today uh, by Frank Borelli, the editorial director of Officer Media Group. How's it going, Frank? It's going pretty good, Paul. How you doing, bud? Great. Um, I'm doing really well. Um, so this is, you know, another episode of the Officer Roll Call podcast, and we're going to talk about uh, New Year's resolutions since now we're entering 2023. Uh, how do you feel, Frank? You know, I'm going to tell everybody out there how old I am because I'm 58 and I feel pretty good. Uh, I, I know guys, they wake up in the morning and they go, well, this hurts, that hurts. I woke up today, nothing hurt. It's a good day. Well, yeah, I just turned uh, 41 in November, and yeah, I feel feel my body slipping every day, but <laughs> I think it's just getting getting a hold of it now once uh, you, you hit 40. But uh, but yeah, no, it, there, there's so much um, as far as, you know, fitness and nutrition that you need to keep in mind, um, and of course, that comes to the forefront uh, at the beginning of every year. So we wanted to kind of talk about some things that officers can um, – can kind of, you know, make sure that they pay attention to and and look at not only with uh, fitness and nutrition, but training and, uh, and education and basically all of that all encompassing and things that entering the new year, you can really uh, do to um, increase your health and safety. You know, and, and it's something I want to say here, Paul, I know we didn't talk about it as we planned out this podcast. But something that was said to me a long time ago, and it's really stuck with me, and I want to share it with everybody, and that's this statement. We don't stop playing because we get older. We get older because we stop playing. And, and translated, yep. you know, you, you really you need to keep active. You need to keep moving. You need to keep doing things that help you can maintain your youth. And use it or lose it truly does apply. So I, I want people to keep that in mind as we go through these things we're going to talk about as far as quote unquote, New Year's resolutions. Now, as far as, uh, you know, physical fitness, um, like you said, if you, you, you have to stay active, um, that helps with so many things, um, you know, staying healthy, uh, not getting sick. Uh, you know, it's still cold and flu season now. And of course, you know, all the COVID concerns and everything else, but what do you think a good fitness regimen does as far as, you know, just keeping yourself healthy? Well, so a lot of it is it helps keep your metabolism activated yep. and, and, and moving along. If, if you reduce your activity, your body's ability to support activity also gets reduced. So I think that staying active uh, is a vital, a vital part of, of maintaining a healthy lifestyle. And, and so we're going to talk about fitness. Let's talk about the three different things you need to do. You need to, to do strength training, you need to do flexibility training, and you need to do endurance or cardiovascular training. So I know guys who they, they do all their weightlifting, they wanna lift heavy, they wanna be big, and that's cool if that's what you're into. Other people lift just to maintain a good tensile strength in their muscle systems and be as strong as they need to be to perform day to day. Whichever way you go, lift to that or do your body weight training to that. But don't forget to be flexible. Uh, you know, we get more joint in injuries and muscle injuries um, as we grow older because we don't stretch enough. 
um, you know, just recently, and I say just recently, at the beginning of the year, back in February, I was testing a shotgun and, and I tore a, a tendon in my upper arm, a upper oh. bicep tendon. I had never done that before. I never stretched my biceps before either, though. Um, that, that mobility, that flexibility really, really matters. So make time to stretch. And, and keep yourself flexible, keep your joints mobile. It helps reduce arthritis pain. It helps, our, it, it helps reduce arthritis growth. Um, so do that. And then obviously heart health. You know, you, you got to keep your heart uh, healthy and, and able to absorb the stresses of the work. You never know when you have to bail out and do a foot chase. You never know when you have to get in a fight to get somebody in the handcuffs. And, and there's no way of anticipating it. So you have to have your ready, your body ready for those spikes. You have to have your cardio system ready to manage them. There's multiple formulas online for what you should be targeting as your heart rate for exercise. It's uh, your age um, combined with the averages and, and then what you should be hitting for a target and how long you should be maintaining it. Train for it. Uh, so that's it. Strength, flexibility, and cardiovascular or endurance uh, training got to be hitting those for fitness and if you think about uh on duty concerns and you talked about a couple of them there officers are being uh tasked with just carrying more uh on their bodies every day now with the with everything you you have uh you know body cameras um you know vests that have spots for for anything you can think of radios uh flashlights everything um you know a lot of that's coming off the belt going on the vests themselves uh, nowadays, but as far as, you know, taking uh, strides for officers to make sure that they're healthy and not have back problems, uh, like, like you said, uh, being becoming more flexible, doing exercises uh, that help, those back issue, issues can be a big deal. They can, and I've seen officers retire uh, because of disability from back injuries. You know, we used to tell everybody put their handcuffs in the back of their belt. And we caused ourselves so many lower back injuries. Now we're getting stuff off the back of the belt. Yeah. Like you said, we're moving it onto the vest. But that's another point. If I go run three miles a day, that might be fantastic. But is that the same as running in full uniform with that gear on? No, it's not. So every now and then, it's probably not a bad idea. It might look, look goofy, but it's probably not a bad idea to put on a training vest. Just a weighted vest and go run, go walk, go hike see how it feels and know the difference and train your body to work with that extra weight. Yeah, I know. I believe uh 511 came out with uh training gear uh, kind of recently that uh, included a training vest, a weighted training vest that you could wear that kind of mirrors some of uh, what officers experience uh, on duty. Oh yeah. Uh, They've they, had them for quite some time. Yeah, supporting okay. the CrossFit yeah. industry. Excellent yep. idea. So uh, an, another concern um, is also nutrition on duty. How difficult is it for officers to keep up nutrition while they're on, um, you know, long shifts? You know, it's, it's not difficult per se, uh, but it does take planning and effort. Um, yeah. You know, we, the, the challenge we have is we never know you can't just take a lunch break. Uh, crime doesn't stop for a half hour for you to go sit down and eat someplace healthy. You never know when you're gonna have to drop everything and go on a call. For that reason, a lot of guys don't plan. A lot of officers don't plan. They don't take their food with them. That's kind of a pain. And, and if they would, it's so much healthier. But you know, the, the bigger challenges are probably that what's convenient isn't usually healthy. So what you can get at your local 7-Eleven at three in the morning, probably not the best thing in the world right. for you. 
what you can grab at the McDonald's drive through and I'm not bashing McDonald's because I love a Big Mac. <laughs> Excuse me. That's me choking on a Big Mac. Yeah. Um, but it's not really healthy for you. Yes. Um, you you've got to try to eat to fuel your body a little better. And there's so many things you can do taking food to work. I'm not going to say eat all rabbit food and salads and it, but come on, a little more fruits and vegetables in the food, a little more lean meat, uh, protein enriched fish or chicken. Um, that, that, that's just a better way to eat than the fast food you can grab. And, and if you pack your lunch, you can eat when you have the time available rather than trying to cram it in between calls. If it's sitting on your passenger seat and you, you just open the tray and eat, you're, it's so much better. And um, also along with nutrition, uh, hydration, uh, staying hydrated on the job, um, but staying hydrated, I guess, with the, the right stuff, um, you know, everybody loves coffee <laughs> and, and sodas as well. And, and caffeine does help, you know, kind of get through the day. Caffeine but, helps you get through the day, but it yeah. dehydrates you. Exactly. So, so how important is it to drink water on duty? So obviously it's important. And, and yeah. uh, if, if you're someplace where you're sweating a lot, not just water, but uh, drinks that have electrolytes and other nutrients in them, um, you actually can drink too much water and cause an imbalance in your electrolytes and that can harm you. But it is necessary to stay hydrated properly. Sodas, coffee, they don't hydrate you. They, they give you the illusion of hydration while they dehydrate you and they hurt your liver and your kidneys. It is so much better to drink something. And the funniest thing in the world, people laugh at me. Pedialyte is awesome for people who are getting close to dehydration uh, or they're, they're getting close to that electrolyte imbalance. Pedialyte, Gatorade, other, other uh, items that you can buy out there commercially. Not just, I mean, water is good for you, but you can drink too much of it. Um, so those other things that do have the electrolytes in them and the balance of them are good to have uh, in the hot months for sure. Great. And yeah, I think we've covered nutrition um, and, and fitness pretty well, but what goes into when, you know, when, when you think of uh, making resolutions for the year, things that you really want to focus on um, training, but also education. Uh, so, what, what goes into that for officers kind of thinking ahead here? Well, and I want to talk about professionally and recreationally, self-improvement in general. So when you look at your yourself professionally, education, any kind of classes you can take, whether they're continuing education, college classes, just generic in service, like our, our officer virtual academy, if you haven't taken a class and you just want to do something and there's no cost to the officer, log in, take a class, watch the videos, 20, 45 minutes, whatever it is, and they're broken up so you can eat them in smaller bites. But educate yourself, get some new knowledge uh, professionally. On the recreational side, what interests you? But improve yourself with some new skill or some new knowledge. Um, you know, I, I set a goal for myself a couple of years back, and I did great for a few months. And that's the challenge with any resolution is keeping it going through the whole year. I wanted to learn a, a new language. Um, and I think I bit off more than I could chew because I started learning Spanish with my wife, but I started learning Gaelic with my son. Oh. And learning two new languages at the same time was more than I was ready to take on. But but it's something. Ed, educate yourself. Uh, learn a new skill. Learn a new topic. Take some classes. Doesn't have to all be professional. You know, law, law enforcement's a lifestyle enough. It invades our, our days enough. When you're off duty, 
do something that's fun off duty. Go learn a new sport, uh, pick up a new hobby, um, something. It, it, it really matters that we try to improve ourselves beyond our profession in some way that'll hold our interest. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of where I go with that. Read some new books, learn a new language, try painting, uh, go learn how to scuba dive, whatever. I don't care. Take up motorcycle riding, hike a new trail, do something different um, that really helps you improve yourself in some way that's not 100% professionally re you know, related to your job. Those are all good suggestions, Frank, and kind of goes into something I, I wanted to talk about. Kind of the last thing here is uh, mental health uh, for officers and how, you know, the, the job, you could really take it home with you and how stressful that couldn't be, uh, you know, way on the personal life of the officer, even when they're off duty and, um, and have effects on family life. What can officers do to make sure that they keep a good work uh, life balance? Well, it really boils down yeah. to stress management. And, um, you know, you said it's funny, you say you take the job home with you. We, we never escape the job. The job is yeah. a lifestyle. We live it. So the challenge we have is taking home the traumatic events and trying to swallow the stress. I saw a study that was done that said the average person experiences on average one and a half to two truly traumatic events in their life, while police officers in a 20 year career experience roughly 800. That, that's a lot of trauma. That's a lot of mental and psychological stress to carry. And when we take, when we go home, number one, we need to be aware of what our, our support system is and not be afraid to talk about the stress. And we don't want to share it with our wives. I mean, I know I never wanted to come home. And as the example, uh, I wrote up a really horrific traffic accident. And, um, you know, I didn't want to go home and tell my wife the details of that accident because she doesn't need to deal with that yeah. trauma. But does she need to know I dealt with that trauma and be there to allow me to vent and, and, and listen to me talk. Absolutely. We need to know what our support system is and we can't feel bad about using it. We need to exercise good stress management. And you know what we were talking about with exercise and eating clean, that helps towards stress management. Having somebody we can talk to, absolutely vital to stress management. And I'll go back to OVA, our, our virtual academy. We have a class on stress management. Go take that class, 100% no cost see what you're doing right, see what you're doing wrong. We need to survive our careers whole and intact, not physically, but mentally and emotionally so that we can enjoy life afterward. Um, but there's no escape in the job. It goes with us 24 seven, hundred percent. I believe that I've done it for over 40 years. Actually, I did it for 40 years. Now that I'm not doing it anymore. Um, there's a life after and you have to, you have to have yourself together uh, mentally, and, and physically, emotionally, spiritually, all the way around. Go take that stress management class and, and, and pay attention to it. We have to, we have to pay attention to managing that or it will haunt us. And I, I just wanted to um, mention an article that I wrote back for the uh, August issue of Officer Magazine uh, for the Honoring the Fallen section um, about taking a mindful approach to mental health uh, yep. that, you know, it, it is such a big issue um, for, for officers and other first responders as well. And uh, there's a, a group, it's a program uh, in the Pittsburgh area called um, Mindful Condition, Mindful Connections for Public Safety. And basically they, um, they hold these um, classes uh, 
for for officers uh, and you know other first responders, firefighters, uh, dispatchers as well um, to you know deal with um, PTSD to kind of you know use different elements to, to deal with uh, these things that they go through every day. And uh, they're really seeing some good results. And there's not a lot of programs like this out there where you're using, um, you know, counseling, um, but also uh, different things like, uh, you know, yoga and meditation and just different elements that, you know, th this is something that, you know, a lot of officers don't want to talk about, don't want to, you know, uh, face. And, and it's something that they're really trying to kind of reverse that, reverse that stigma. It, and it and is absolutely 100% correct. And we can't be ashamed of seeking assistance or support when we're facing those challenges. Great. Well, Frank, if you want to just kind of wrap this up for us by, uh, you know, talking about some of the things that you've done in your career um, that I guess kind of better your health and better yourself while you were an officer. Well, I know plenty of people who'd say I need a lot of mental help and I don't think I'd argue with them too much, but uh, you know, for me, uh, I have a friend who's a police psychologist um, who's got a, he's, he's actually a brother in arms. He was, he's a combat veteran Marine out of um, Vietnam and, you know, I, I would encourage everybody to find the person that they're comfortable and trusting to talk to, uh, somebody who's not going to be judgmental. We all have somebody like that in our lives. Don't, don't be afraid to lean on them and let them lean on you. Um, seek out the safe outlet that you, you're, you're comfortable using. Take care of yourself. Uh, that's what all of this nutrition and physical fitness and, and off-duty you know, off-duty time and, and leaning on our support system. That's what this is all about. When you look at New Year's resolutions, New Year's resolutions uh, should not be goals to attain. They shouldn't be, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. That's not a New Year's resolution. I'm going to live a healthier lifestyle. That might result in you losing 10 pounds. That's a New Year's resolution. And if you meet it 80% of the time, you've been successful. Uh, I think that's the message I want to leave people with. It's not 100% to be successful. If you do it 80%, shoot for that. That's successful. If it helps you stay healthy, that's successful. If it helps you stay mentally alert, that's successful. Change how you look at the goals um, to, to determine your, your successes. And remember that it's not a failure until you quit trying. That's when you failed when you quit. So just don't quit. Let's go into 2023 strong. Great. Well, yeah, I, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us today and wish everyone the best of luck. Uh, you know, this, this new year and uh, to stay safe out there, to stay healthy. And as always, you can reach us at editors at officer.com. That's editors at officer.com with any uh, you know tips, suggestions, any questions you may have for us. So I think this went well, Frank. I agree, sir. Happy new year. Hey, you too. Okay. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Officer Roll Call. Be sure to check back every two weeks for a new episode. Stay safe.